Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the next episode of the Baller Bio podcast, where together we're going to be taking a look at the past, present, and potential future of current and historical NBA players. Hopefully, we'll learn a little something today as we are going to be discussing Donovan Mitchell with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Let's break it down. So, Donovan Mitchell, also known as Spida, which is a pretty awesome nickname attended Canterbury School in New Milford for his first two years of high school. Besides basketball, Donovan played baseball for Canterbury, yet his high school baseball career ended in his sophomore year after he got injured. He was dashing for a pop-up in the infield, and Mitchell collided with a catcher who suffered a broken jaw. Well, all that happened to Mitchell was he had a broken wrist It also ended his upcoming AAU season, which is uh, quite tragic. For his junior and senior years of high school, Donovan's mother transferred him to Brewster Academy in Wolfboro, New Hampshire, making basketball his focus and availing Brewster's nationally prominent program. Mitchell garnered considerably more attention from college basketball coaches as he was at a better high school. He acted in school musicals and gave tours to visiting students in his role as a member of the Gold Key Club, high status. He won two prep school national championships with the Brewsters basketball team. As Mitchell would later do in college, he spent his summers playing in streetball games at the famous Rucker Park in New York City. I'm sure you've all heard and seen clips from games being played there. If not, go check it out because there's some crazy uh, basketball and highlights being being played there. An event sponsored by Under Armour on a Brooklyn basketball court, Mitchell did a dunk that went on to be featured on Sports Center. Mitchell was invited to play in the regional game for the Jordan Brand Classic, ranking 27th in the 2015 class by one recruiting service and 43rd by another. He committed to the University of Louisville to play college basketball. Now we're going to move on to Donovan's college career. In his freshman year, Mitchell opted to wear number 45 on his jersey. This is for appreciation for Michael Jordan, who took the same number during his baseball career and the early part of his NBA comeback in 1995. This shows uh, Donovan's kind of love for baseball and how even though he committed to basketball, he still, I'm sure he loves watching baseball still as his numbers kind of indicative of that. As a freshman at the University of Louisville, Mitchell started in no more than five games where he averaged 7.4 points, 1.7 assists, and 3.4 rebounds for the season. In spite of sophomore year, over his sophomore season, he averaged 15.6 points, 2.7 assists, and 4.9 boards per game while shooting 46.3% from the floor as well as 35.4% from behind the arc and 80.6% from the free throw line. He was named to the first team All-Atlantic Coast Conference, though he did not immediately hire an agent. Mitchell declared for the 2017 draft on the heels of his sophomore campaign, where he shot great percentages from uh, from the two, pretty good from the three, 35% above average, and then 80.6% from the free throw line is also great. 
So where Donovan only spent the two years at uh, college, the second year was really the only notable one. The fir- This freshman year, he didn't do too much. We're going to be moving on to the NBA career where uh, Donovan really started to shine. 2017, Mitchell was drafted by the Denver Nuggets, which I did not know until searching this up, with the 13th overall pick in the 2017 draft, only to be traded to the Utah Jazz for the 24th pick, Tyler Layden and Trey Lyles. On July 5th, 2017, Mitchell signed a four-year rookie-scale contract with the Jazz. On July 11th, 2017, Mitchell signed a multi-year shoe deal with Adidas. Later that day, Mitchell scored 37 points against the Grizzlies in a 2017 NBA Summer League in Las Vegas, the most by any player during that season of Summer League. In his NBA debut on October 18th, Mitchell registered 10 points and 4 assists against his Nuggets. On December 1st, 2017, Mitchell scored a career-high 41 points in a 114-108 win over the New Orleans Pelicans. He set the Jazz scoring record for a rookie and became the first NBA rookie to score 40 points in a game since Blake Griffin in 2011. Mitchell also became the seventh rookie in franchise history to have a 30-plus point game, as well as the first to have a 40-plus point game. On January 4th, 2018, Mitchell was named the Western Conference Rookie of the Month for December 2017 after averaging 23.1 points, 3.4 assists, and 3.2 rebounds along with 1.8 steals in 34.3 minutes per game during the month of December. On January 15th, 2018, Mitchell surpassed Carl Malone for most 20-plus point games during a rookie season when he had his 19th 20-point game as a rookie. On February 2nd, 2018, Donovan Mitchell recorded his second 40-point game in his rookie season against the Suns, becoming the first rookie guard to notch two 40-point games since Allen Iverson in the 96-97 season. On February 5th, 2018, Donovan was named the NBA by the NBA as an injury replacement for the Orlando Magic forward Aaron Gordon, who is out with a strained left hip flexor, for the 2018 NBA Slam Dunk Contest. He won the contest, scoring a 48 out of 50 in the first round, then a 50 and a 48 in the final rounds, being the first rookie to win the contest since Zach Levine. On March 1st, 2018, Mitchell was named as the Western Conference Rookie of the Month for the third time that season for games played in February. On April 10th, he set a rookie record for most three-pointers in a season with 186 three-pointers during a 119-79 win over the Warriors. On April 12th, at the end of the regular season, Mitchell was named Western Conference Rookie of the Month for March and April. In Mitchell's playoff debut against the Oklahoma City Thunder on April 15th, he recorded 27 points, 10 boards, and 3 assists. He bruised his foot during the game and was questionable for Game 2, but was able to play, scoring 28 points, including 13 in the fourth quarter to lead the Jazz to a 102-95 win. 
Mitchell set a new record for points by a shooting guard in the team's first two postseason games with 55 points, breaking Michael Jordan's record of 53 points. We have to remember, too, this is his rookie season. Mitchell led the Jazz to a 4-2 series win over the Thunder, averaging 28.5 points a game on 46.2% shooting. That's just wild. His 171 points in the series were only th- were the third most ever by a rookie in his first six playoff games behind only Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Will Chamberlain. His 38 points in Game 6 on 14 of 26 shooting marked the highest scoring output by a rookie in a series-clenching win since 1980. On May 22, 2018, he was named to the NBA All-Rookie First Team, unquestionably. So there is a bit of a theory among NBA rookies that their sophomore season usually isn't as good. It's They're more likely to have a bad season in their sophomore season than they are in their rookie season just because of the pressure maybe they put on themselves after their rookie campaign. So let's take a look at uh, Donovan's sophomore season, see if he followed that trend. So this is the 2018-2019 season, and on October 24th, Mitchell scored a season-high 38 points in a 100-89 win over the Rockets. On January 25th, 2019, Mitchell recorded his first and only double-double of the season with 24 points and 11 assists in a 106-102 win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mitchell recorded a total of five 30-point games in the month of January alone, including three consecutive such games, earning him Western Conference Player of the Week for the week of January 6th to to the 13th. On February 22nd, Mitchell tied his season high of 38 points in a 148-147 double overtime loss to the OKC Thunder. So up until this point of Mitchell's sophomore season, it seems as if he's not doing quite as well as he did in his rookie season. It's only marginally. It's not a not a huge decrease in, in output, but there is a decrease there. But then we have on March 2nd, Mitchell scored a career-high 46 points in a 115-111 win over the Bucks. Only six days later, Mitchell once again recorded 38 points in a 114-10 loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. And then on March 29th, he scored another 35 points in a 128-124 victory over the Wizards. On April 29th, Mitchell tied the career high of 46 points in the regular season finale as the Jazz dropped his drafted Nuggets 118-108. The Jazz would once again be eliminated in the postseason by the Rockets in five games, this time in the first round though. Mitchell struggled mightily in the first two games, being held to just 19 and 11 points respectively. He scored 34 points in the 104-10 loss in Game 3 before scoring 31 points in Game 4 in the lone Utah Jazz victory. So he clearly played a little lackluster compared to the regular season as well as his uh, playoff performance in his rookie season. So before we move on to his third season in the NBA, I want to ask you guys a question. So I've been uh, saying how Denver drafted Donovan Mitchell and traded him for Trey Lyles and uh, the 24th pick Tyler Layden. 
I just want to know what you guys think. Obviously, that was not a great trade for the Denver Nuggets, but how could have they known? They obviously fumbled the bag there. But what do you think the Denver Nuggets would be doing right now if they had taken Donovan Mitchell instead of making that trade? Let me know in the comments. So Donovan's third season, which was the 2019-2020 season, he opened with a 32-point, 12-assist performance and a 105-95 win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Seems like he has a lot of good games against the Thunder. This was on October 23rd, 2019. On November 3rd, Mitchell scored a then-season high of 36 points in a 105-94 loss to the Clippers. And then on November 23rd, he surpassed that season high with 37 points in a 128-120 victory over the Pelicans. On January 16th, 2020, Mitchell tied his career high with 46 points in a 138-132 overtime loss to the Pelicans. On January 30th, Mitchell was named an All-Star for the first time in his career, being selected as a Western Conference Reserve for the 2019 NBA All-Star Game. February 24th, Mitchell scored 38 points in a 131-111 loss to the Suns before scoring 37 points two days later in a 114-103 loss to the Celtics. So we can see he's putting up big numbers here to start the third season, but it's not uh, really converting over to wins. On March 11th, 2020, Mitchell and teammate Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19. This is our beloved bubble season. Resulting, this resulted in the NBA suspending its season. The league was later reinstated within the NBA bubble four months later, where the Jazz obtained the sixth seed and faced the Denver Nuggets in the first round. This was a wild playoff series, although it was bubble. Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray just went at each other. They were both playing like dogs, just putting up massive amounts of points, playing their hearts out. On August 17th, 2020, in this series, Mitchell scored 57 points in a 125-135 overtime loss to the Nuggets. The Nuggets. This was the third most points in playoff history. Just six days later, same series, he recorded 51 points to join Michael Jordan and Allen Iverson as the only players to score 50 or more points twice in a in one single playoff series. During the shortened 2022 offseason, Mitchell signed a five-year rookie extension with the Jazz, paying him at least $163 million with an incentivized maximum of $195 million. Moving into the 2020-2021 NBA season, Mitchell was named Western Conference Reserve for the NBA All-Star Game, making his second consecutive All-Star selection. Despite a mid-April ankle sprain against the Indiana Pacers, which would sideline Mitchell for the final 16 games of the regular season, the Jazz finished with the NBA's top seed and home court advantage throughout the entire postseason for the first time since 1997-1998. After defeating the Memphis Grizzlies in the first round in five games, Utah would advance to play the Los Angeles Clippers in the conference semifinals, where in game one, Mitchell would score 45 points in a 112-109 victory. He followed that performance with a 37-point 
Oding in game two as Utah taught the Clippers 117-111 en route to a 2-0 series lead. Mitchell had a huge game six with 39 points, nine rebounds, and nine assists, just so close to a triple-double. On 12 of 27 shooting, nine from 15 from the three, nine threes, wow. That's all despite him being questionable for even playing in the game with an ankle injury. The Jazz were eliminated after their fourth straight loss to the Clippers, unfortunately. For the 2021-2022 season, Mitchell was named the Western Conference Reserve for the 22 All-Star Game, making his third consecutive All-Star selection. On April 16th, during Game 1 of the first round of the playoffs, he logged 32 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists in a 99-93 win over the Mavericks. Utah would go on to lose to Dallas in Game 6, despite Mitchell's 23-point, 8-rebound, 9-assist outing in the tightly contested 98-96 loss in Game 6. So, clearly... There's something going on with the Jazz here. They cannot win in the playoffs. The farthest they've made it's round two. And at this point, the Jazz decided to trade both Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert in the offseason, kind of blowing up the team. So now we're all caught up to present day. This is the 2022-23 season. On September 1st, this was the day Mitchell was traded to the Cavaliers for Laurie Markkinen. Colin Sexton, Oche Agbaji, three first-round picks, and two pick swaps. They got a boatload for him, but he's that guy. That's what you get for him. He made his regular season debut on October 19th. In his first game with the Cavs, he put up 31 points and nine assists in a 108-105 loss to the Raptors. On October 30th, he tied his career high with 12 assists and scored 38 points in a 121-108 win over the Knickerbockers. So up to this point in the season, Donovan Mitchell has continued to just play out of his mind. He is currently averaging 28.7 points on 49.4% shooting from uh, from the field, as well as 43.5% shooting from the three. He's shooting 88.8% from the free throw line while averaging 3.9 rebounds and 4.9 assists. He is averaging a career-high 3.1 turnovers, but he is handling the ball much more. He's on a new team. He's still taking over. He's averaging 1.4 steals, 0.4 blocks, and his plus-minus is 4.4, which is pretty good. He's also very, very close to joining that 50, 40, 90 club. If you don't know what that is, that's just kind of an informal stat um, looking at the shooting percentages for players. So it would be 50% shooting from the field with 40% from the three and 90% from the free throw line. And like I said, he's at 49 from the field, 43 from the three and 88.8 from the free throw line. So he's very close to nearing that. As I said, he's playing out of his mind in Cleveland. It was a great pickup for uh, for the Cavs there, it seemed. They were they were lacking uh, with, with Colin Sexton out last season. They were lacking that, that guy in the shooting guard position. I know they had uh, Okoro in there for a bit. He's a great defensive player, but he's just not uh, 
he's not what you need to win a championship. And uh, the core for this young Cleveland team is looking fantastic with Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, um, Evan Mobley, and Jarrett Allen. They just need to find uh, someone for that p- for that small forward position. Although they have some good players to fill in there, like Karis LeVert, Isaac Okoro. Defensively, it's just right now the team is looking great for such such a young group of guys. During the 2017-2018 season, Mitchell appeared on the cover of Slam Magazine and starred in a documentary called Rookie on the Rise. The docuseries followed Mitchell on his race for the Rookie of the Year award. He ended up coming second for this award, and the winner was, of course, Ben Simmons. Mitchell is a fan of the New York Mets and frequently attends games during the offseason. Mitchell's father, Donovan Sr., has worked for the Mets for over 20 years, so that uh, definitely explains his love for baseball and the sport in general. So Mitchell's mother, who is of Panamanian descent, is a teacher, and his father is a former minor league baseball player, with his father serving as uh, director of player relations for the New York Mets. Mitchell spent his childhood around major league baseball locker rooms. At seven years old, he looked up to the star pitcher of the Mets minor league system, Scott Kazmier, and later to David Wright, who was the first poster he hung on his wall. Mitchell has one younger sister named Jordan. He played AAU basketball for both the city and the Riverside Hawks programs out of New York City. In 2010, Mitchell was present at the Boys and Girls Club of Greenwich when LeBron James announced his decision to sign with the Miami Heat. Now I'm going to move on to the final segment, the present day play. At this point in Donovan's career, I would rate him an 8.7 out of 10 on the spider scale. Now, Donovan does have a, a bright future ahead of him. He's only 26 years old right now and playing the best basketball of his life in Cleveland. He's got a four-year four deal still with them. So they, they've got him for four, four more years or three more years after this season unless they decide to trade him, which would be a little wild unless something very, very drastic happens with their, with their system and their team. Um, I do see him in the future only getting better as he's only 26 years old. He's just entering his prime, if you could even say that. Like, usually, usually like 28 to 30, maybe 27 to 31 is is that range where players get to their peak. And so I'm just I'm excited to see what what more he can do, even because he's doing so much right now. I think uh, his fit in Cleveland has been great. As I mentioned before, him and Garland, I was I was a little skeptical of the fit coming into the season, but they've proven right off the bat that they can perform together both at a high level. And then they've got Jared Allen and Mobley, the Twin Towers down there. It's just they've got such a great team composition, and um, I would be afraid to play them in the in the playoffs. I do. I, I am rooting for this team as they're uh, a younger team. I would like to see them make it far. I like Darius Garland a lot, so uh, seeing them go far in the playoffs would be pretty cool, especially, like I said, as a younger team. I do. Uh, in the future, 
I, I don't see, like I said, them trading Donovan. I'm going to start to try to think of better better fits for players in this portion of, of the podcast, but I just, he's, he's fitting so well in Cleveland, it's hard to think of somewhere where he would fit in better right now, just the way that they're playing to start this season. Maybe as the season progresses, if the team starts to, to fall off or his, his shooting percentages go down, I'd be able to think of a better fit for him. But right now, he's it almost seems like the perfect fit. So if you if you watch the NBA and you haven't had a chance to tune into a, a Cavs game yet this season, check them out because just watching him play, it's, it's really fun to watch. Just the shooting percentages, the assists, the lobs. It's, it's really, really fun to watch. And that's going to be it, folks, for this episode of the Baller Bio Podcast. Let me know what you think about Donovan, about uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers in general. Let me know what you think, what would have happened with Denver if they kept Donovan, how how uh, how good their team would be right now. Or if you want, just let me know how I'm doing with the podcast. Leave a, leave a review, leave a rating. If you want to email me, you can... Uh, Hit me at ballerbiospodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss the new ones when they do come out. Also, feel free to leave a recommendation for players. If you have someone you want me to cover, you want to learn a bit about, just uh, like I said, email me or leave that in the comments there, and I'll, I'll make sure I get to them eventually. Everyone listening, have a great week. I'm out. Peace.